the hard shoulder on Newstalk with Nissan's big electric switch. Scrappage is now available on your old car when you switch to a 100% electric Nissan Leaf. Every Friday on the show at this time, we take a look back at the stories that got us thinking, whatever about talking over the past seven days. It's a great pleasure to welcome my final furlong panel. Of course, it's always great to see Dr. Kira Kelly, presenter of Lunchtime Live, the hardest working person in the station, bar none. Uh, then we have Hugh Wallace, who who uh, is an architect and he was a judge on that, that, that house programme. You have another thing, another wheeze coming. It's called The Great House Revival on That's telly. It. Yeah, and it's going out on the 16th, Sunday the 16th of February at 9.30 and it's following the trials and tribulations of six projects and 12 amazing owners. So, so uh, how many in the series? Six. So, so has Bannon been axed and is this the, the latest thing? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So well, I'm, he blew, I'm, he, he couldn't, I'm hot to trot, He didn't know babe. the difference between 350,000 and 530,000 of his own money. Indeed. I mean, for heaven's sake. A bargain. A bargain. That well, is a scurrilous accusation against Dermot Bannon, who is clearly a national treasure, Ivan. Right. I can't believe you just said well, that. Well, he was a national treasure, but he lost all his credibility. Now, Tom Tom uh, O'Mahony, uh, the famous comedian of something to do with cavemen or something. Defending the cavemen, that's it. And, and you're on tour again. We're going back on tour again. People didn't get enough of it last right. year, so we're coming back again. It's, but it's the same old material. Do you know what was ironic about this, Ivan? And I didn't want it to happen, but Wexford ended up being the best night. Wexford Town or Enniscorthy? Wexford Town, yeah. Oh, well, Enniscorthy is much better than Wexford I know, that's where all the cultures live. We stayed in with the the bigger crowd, you know, yourself. But no, it did very, very well last year, so we're coming back again. (laughs) Right, we wish you well with that. Let's get to our first topic. And it's the one of men's facial hair. Uh, Prince Harry sports one. Uh, Justin Trudeau recently has grown one. I don't have one. But the question is, are beards attractive? And there's only one guess that we've got to go for on this. Do women love bearded men? Does the ability to grow a beard mean something to a man? Is it about masculinity? And is there creepy crawlies in them bushy ones? Do you know what I mean? uh, What's your take on this, Kira? I, I would refute that I'm the only person in the room who might have a view yeah. on this. Having said that, okay, my favourite. All right, I, okay. This study, what it says is, is that from an evolutionary point of view, that women who are afraid of creepy crawlies are probably not fans of the full beard because they fear things within that lies. What what lies within? And it's absolutely true because I am a, a hater of all things creepy crawly. And I don't like full beards. And it is because I think, oh God, what's in them? I actually think there could be anything in there if you were to wheedle your way through it. So I don't like a full beard <laughs> at all. It frightens me and I would prefer uh, a clean shaven man to that. Although poor men being uh, objectified in such a way as this. But anyway, I would prefer oh. a clean shaven man. And there's We three... objectify both men and women <laughs> on this show. <laughs> we're equal opportunities. <laughs> equal opportunities. Equal. We're discriminating but against my both. my favourite of all is the kind of scruffy half beards Ivan mm. I like the stubbly bit. ones I like the stubbly ones I like that very very much yes yes, yes. No, and it's kind of a gritty look it's kind of and sexy. it might it That's... might uh, uh, sort of reveal a jawline and all oh, that kind yeah. of thing and actually a lot of the adverts of those they do that kind my of thing my eyes have kind of gone all misty here yeah no right. completely yeah. They, they, I just think a half beard is very very sexy yes. on a man bare kind of clean shaven yes can be good full beards I'm sure there's two things about them one is I do think that they're full of 
things and they're yeah. probably not but I think that but equally but know, do they even wash them you know the amount you know, the really, and like there's really, bits of food in the them really and really groomed oh, ones with the, with the twirly the bits and everything I, think, <laughs> I don't want to go out with anybody who spends more time on their face than me do you know what I mean yeah. so I actually think those overly well, groomed well speaking of that hipsters. the man who uses the most moisturiser in Ireland Tom O'Mahony I beg your pardon <laughs> this is just good breeding this is a, this, this is what have they heard of moisturiser in Tipperary just rub on a bit of small bit lard that's it Vaseline yeah, I, the whole beard revolution. Conor McGregor's to blame for that. Nobody had a beard in ah, rocking no, around. No, no, I'm no, telling no, you now. No, I'm no. telling you now. I'm at the cold face. I'm looking at people's actual faces. Yeah. Hundreds of them every week, and it's only since Conor McGregor. Well, and it's a paradox. But they're kind of trendy. It's a paradox. Justin Trudeau because it's supposed to look all manly, but yet you're supposed to wear skinny jeans with the thing as well. It doesn't make any sense. Well, hipsters, you see. Hipsters. Well, is, yeah. is I'm just thing, raging. I shaved before. Is there a thing at a certain age, maybe when you're in your prime, your twenties and thirties, the kind of rugged look that you're It's handy for people who you see what's happened is. Beard isn't I'll, the best. Tell you, I'll tell you where it's come about. Because of our bad breeding and all the rest, we're breeding each other out. Our chins, our jawlines, everything's going. Are we, are, are we all going. inbred or what? They're all going. And what's happening now is you're getting men with no chins. I'm blaming and no AI. Jaws. I'm blaming AI. I'm, Since they introduced that artificial insemination, things haven't been the same. We I talked about artificial intelligence and I was going, what's that going to do with anything? <laughs> no, it's straws and, and bowls. I, I, I think a tight box beard is. Sexy. I have no idea what a tight box beard is, oh, but I like the box beard. Ah, you do, you, you do, know, you do. Just nice, tight, groomed. Right, but a bit of You know, they love it. They love, love a bit of threading. But you, you know, a bit of threading in there. Ronnie the eyebrows done. Other than the beard. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. Those, when you go to the Middle East and the men are stunningly handsome with I did their work beards. I have to tell you, if I was marrying a bearded man, I'd make sure he shaved because you want to see what you're actually getting underneath. You know, but no, God sir, knows I, what no, he could no, look sorry, like you underneath started off the beard. Raving about box beards, and, and now box you're saying... beards are tight, tight. So big, long. You know those big, long, hairy beards. The Santa Claus type. Yeah, things, those yeah. things. You need to get them shaved off to see what the face is like underneath. But you no, wouldn't but, be known what you'd be marrying but, uh, under. But, but are you? Are Do you, know you know in what I mean? the same place as Kira here? A, a, a kind of groomed yeah, stubble, oh, a short cut, trim beard. Hot. One or the other. It is hot. There's one or two. I'm with you. We should do a high five. This is the thing. Look, one or the other. Even be clean to shave or have a big what beard down a to your neck. No, what about a moustache? Oh, a good moustache. You know, they're they're moustaches, moustaches, moustaches are back. Moustache, yeah. yeah. A good moustache, I'm all with. It's funny epic. you say, but the, mid, the Middle Eastern guys, are back. when I was a doctor, I was often being doctor's oh. reses and I could be the only female Irish doctor there because a huge amount of the health service is run by doctors from overseas and a lot of the, the lads would be from the Middle East and they'd have the big beards and the big moustaches and they, they're a very manly bunch and they're, they were great colleagues and, I, and I'm saying nothing but that they were great colleagues and we couldn't run the service without them but I was saying to them at one stage about how those big moustaches were also a gay thing and I was saying like Freddie Mercury and San Francisco they'd never heard such a thing well they were howling and crying with laughter because they were thinking of all their very macho friends back home and then if they said to them you know you could be a gay icon yeah. this would be complete shock so we had a bit of a, a, a cultural discussion on beards there with Middle Eastern men and uh, all right. and where, where the Venn diagram of, 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 of gay and straight is okay uh, I'm confused uh, uh, <laughs> do <laughs> text us 53106 <laughs> put me right on beards it does seem that the neat trimmed ones are the ones that, that uh, and we won't go into other body areas with trims and all that kind of thing <laughs> as well we'll move rapidly on to our next uh, topic which is the contentment may peak after 40. Now, uh, people are in denial about age, you know, 60 is the new 40 and all that lies and nonsense. As I've now reached 60, I'm embracing 90. Uh, so, 
apparently these studies show a surge in happiness in your late 50s. Um, that statistics show they're, you know, you're post your midlife crisis, uh, but the most unhappy and stressful time is the late 40s. So, can you recall your late 40s, uh, Hugh Wallace? <laughs> intimately. I can recall it intimately, and I'd, I'd have to totally agree. I think turning 55 for me was just amazing. I reinvented myself. I, you know, started again. It was just wonderful. And I think having creativity and being able to express yourself and enjoy yourself, age is timeless as far as I'm so concerned. So you give up after 55? Sorry, do you, do you do you no, no, that's know. the no. best bit. No, do you mind me asking, what age are you? I'm 63. 63. Jeez, he's fresh. But you see, and I love excellent. it. I love no, it. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Come on a second. Give me a break. You think I don't remember anything you say. You because what? you spoke what? to me the last time you were on yes. and you spoke about the pain of the crash and you lost everything, which was about eight or ten years ago, which ten I reckon ago. is around when you were turning 55. Can so I... this glorious incarnation Correct. at a time you are having a nervous breakdown. Frank. Give me a break. <laughs> but that's Tell me what the happened. truth. That's exactly it. 50, and, and I do did have a reincarnation. And my point here is that... Losing I, everything isn't every, fun. No, it isn't fun, but you can also draw a line on it and get on with her, your life, just as you've done. You've nope. had a reincarnation. I'm still ripping over the Look crash, at don't you. worry. Look at no, you, no, you've no, had no. a reincarnation. So, no, you have a completely well, different job. No. You're enjoying your life and you love to get up in no, the morning. No, I'm, look I'm, at you, I'm you're happen, blossoming. I'm happen to get you're paid, blossoming. but other than that, look, I'll do anything for money. But the, the point I'm trying to make to you is, I will agree with you on this point, but it's from a different perspective. When I finally pushed the last 18-year-old out the door, do not come back, get off my payroll, seagull policy, push them off the clip, learn to swim, learn to fly, uh, that actually brought a new relationship in our marriage. Correct. Because we're like a couple again. But but the kid thing, you didn't have this cathartic moment. Oh my God, we've got our life back. We can watch what telly we want. No, 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 I'd have to... No, no, I agree so, with yeah, that. But, yeah. but I do think people in their 40s, you know, they they have mortgages, kids, they're all in their yeah. 80s. Listen, you're and preaching like, to the oh choir. How, how was 55 for you? Oh, well, 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 I, I won't know for about a decade, but I'll tell you what's fascinating about this is, I love it, we're very happy at 16, then we have 30 years of misery, according to this study. We reach peak misery at 47.2, and then from 48, the only way is up. And I like this, because I have just turned 48, and I am hey. like... I am now on the pig's back, apparently, and I am. I, I well, am. Do you on... agree with this? That there well, has I, been ratcheting up you know, for you, through you your forty. I, I do, and I don't, because they say that happiness is is a U-shaped tube, kind of a U-shaped curve, rather high at sixteen, high at kind of back up at forty-eight, and miserable in the middle. I would actually argue this. For me, it's been an up one, an uphill one, because it's like I was happier in my twenties than my teens, in my thirties than my twenties, and in my forties than in my thirties. I have gotten progressively happier as I have aged. Motherhood. Yeah, notwithstanding whether... And all I, the hassle that goes uh, yeah, with but, but sleepless nights I think nights there's an that. awful lot to be said and it does. this thing does beg the question whether children make us happy or not, to be honest, because if yeah. we're miserable for the whole time we're child-rearing uh, we and that's what it says. No, no, no. Why are we all so eager to do it? Yeah. Um, yeah, notwithstanding that, my 30s were tough, Ivan. I was a partner in a GP practice. I had four small kids. And so there was no question. I have that a violin here. Go I on. Was, yeah, I was run ragged. <laughs> but my 40s were a bit like how Hugh described his 50s. They were a bit like, oh my God, there's a chink of light at the end of this tunnel. Right. And 
maybe I'll get a bit of life back for myself. Well, I no. must be in a hell in a handbasket. Well, you're I'm 37. 14. I'm 37. <laughs> you look way older, Tom. Dare I do. I've always looked this age, though. I've always looked ancient. But the two happiest people I know are the two most oblivious people. My 99-year-old grandfather and my four-month-old. They're the two happiest people. They know so, nothing about what's going on. And they're having the time of their life. So maybe that's what we need to be. Oblivious. Utterly oblivious to the well, hell no, that we're sorry, living no, in. No, but <laughs> when you're at... You have two small kids. I've one. One small kid, right. Now, maybe you'll have more. The point I'm trying to make to you is you have maximum pressure in terms of overheads and work stress and sleep stress in terms of when you're at your stage. A, you probably, you know, most people have some sort of mortgage pressure, whereas older, you have equity in the house and you've moved on. Uh, you, you've the cost of childcare because, you know, someone has got to mind them. So if you're working, someone has got yeah. to be paid yeah. to mind them and all of that. So I think you're at the maximum stress, but you seem oblivious to it. Well, it could be worse. That's what I always think. It could be worse. See, if you're not I panicking, you don't understand the situation. Just, you know what yeah. I mean? If I, if I was from an Nesgarty, it'd be just, it'd be world ending. I know, I accept this an inter... Yeah, we hate Wexford thing. Well, no. No, I'm from Tipperary and we've won far more yeah, hurling exactly, titles than exactly. he has. So oh, okay. They won the last one, that's all we can say. But uh, at, at the end of the day, do, do you think the two people beside you, Tom, are happier than They you? do seem chirpy all the same. But <laughs> yes, no, do you. you have but that permanent do, frown they, on but your they are, they are infinitely smarter than I am, so oh, you know what I mean. That goes without I'm, saying. I'm just, I'm blissfully stupid. And you're, I take comfort in that. You should. There's nothing more dangerous than a person who doesn't know they're stupid. I'm happy to take that on board. <laughs> All right, you're listening to the ramblings of Kira Kelly, Hugh Wallace, uh, uh, Hugh Wallace and Tom O'Mahony. Welcome back to the final part of The Final Furlong. It's a great pleasure to have the crack and the company of Dr. Kira Kelly, Hugh Wallace, who I've lost the note of this programme he's doing. He's to plug the programme, plug the programme. The 16th important. of February is coming out there. It's, it's reviving houses or yes, something. Yes, the great house revival. Okay, well, if it's anything like his other offerings, it'll be another snorefest, but I'll give it a go first time out. Now, as you all know, the big story is the calling of the election. It's first time on a Saturday. Uh, what do my panel think? Because we've had all the talking heads and, and so on about the election and all the dynamics of uh, policies and personalities and so on. But I think this is a fairly representative. Let me start with you, Tom. What, what, are, you, are you bored by it? Are you intrigued? Will you go vote? What's your take on it? I'll vote all right. But I, God, is, could they change it up a small style? You know what I mean? Every time it's the same thing. I wish they still had the days. You know, the lunatic independent. That's who I want to vote for. The, the monster fellow. raving loony so, Yeah, party. somebody who puts a welly on their heads and brushes their teeth with oh, a stick. Oh, you'll have That's a big assortment of those. Because you know what? That person has been bought out. The rest of them are all greased. You know it. So greased? You know it. Greased, greased. with money. Right. Greased with money. Oh, oh, you grease a tractor. Uh, uh, right. God, they leave the boy out of way. So, no, no, but no. But what, 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 are you bored by it? Yeah, utterly. Right. Utterly. There's been no crack so far. We need but, somebody but, to... But, like, you're at the stage now. Mm. If you're 18... You're entitled to be bored. You know, thinking about your gap year, thinking about your holiday, thinking about your next whatever tonight, or you know what I mean. So the question is, though, but you're now at the family stage mm. and you've a stake in society and you've a lot going on and you're looking at your pay packet and you're looking at a few quid and you're looking at all the complexities. Do, do I need health insurance and all this kind of thing? Is it that you just don't pay attention? It's or that is it- none of them are going to change anything. 
They're all one is just oh, it's the same. Apathy. Yeah, that's oh, all. It's one is going to be the Ooh, same. Oh, it's a kind of deep cynicism. It of... just there's nothing going to change. There's oh. nothing going to change in my on my life oh. anyway. That's for sure. You're a bad man. Bring in a big strong dictator. That's you know what, what we need. You know a psychopath well, at the top. I'm available. That's what we need. I'm available. <laughs> the, the point about it is, <laughs> Saddam Hussein would be nothing on me. I'd sort out the and I get those tractors off the streets day one, especially the temporary ones. They wouldn't be holding up the M50 if I was a dictator. But anyway, uh, do you have the same take on this here? I, I think uh, <clears throat> I think it's all about nimbyism. There, there. It's just appalling uh, the way the politicians carry on and do not take responsibility for the country as a group of people. There's only 160 of them. Yeah. We're asking them to run the country, and they can't do that. And that's because they the policies that are required in the country are now going to take 15 to 20 years to resolve the issues going forward. And our politicians are totally incapable of that. Fianna Fáil have already said they're going to rip up 2040, the government vision, and that's exactly what happens. So it's just a continuous treadmill. And what's appalling in this country is we have no left wing. We have nothing to vote for other than Fianna Gael and Fianna Fáil. And what's your constituency? Uh, I'm I'm over, I'm in Owen... Own Murphy's Dublin Bay South, yeah, right. But the the point yeah. is, there are an array of left wing candidates that you could an array for, and independents, and, an and, array who are absolutely useless because they right. won't talk to one another. <laughs> well, you know what I, you know, as someone who stood in four uh, eight general elections, Indeed. right, I I have to say I always love the people hurling on the ditch. Why don't you put yourself up for election yourself if you're so high and mighty about that you could do better? Because I actually, if you patronizingly talk about politicians in that way, I most certainly am patronising about politicians. You are. You you condemn them as a breed that were only into nimbyism, they are totally into, politics, yeah, short-termism and all total, that. All you might that. be right. But I, I am mean, like, right. I am right. And you know it. No, and a lot of politicians go into politics and leave after one term for the very reason of you get up your runs on the ladder and as soon as you're up three, you get chopped down. And right. the country can't, there is no vision. What is the vision for, for um, cliff-edge robotics, which are coming? One day we'll all wake up, the insurance companies will have sorted out how cars but drive. We'll, no, sorry, yeah, no, drive, we'll drive with, with or without politicians. No, That's no, just we tech. won't. We won't. All of a sudden you'll have 50,000 people out of work. Okay. That should be dealt with today because we know it's coming. But we're incapable of looking for five I, years I, down I the road. Think, yes. I, I think we're extremely blasé about our democracy. And I and I think, with respect to my panel uh, members here... The cynicism. Uh, yeah, well, no it, respect it, is needed, I, 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 find, I find it a bit depressing. We live, by any measure of the globe, in one of the better countries in the world. We, we simply do. The standard of living is higher. Our longevity is higher. We have issues, of course we have issues. We're human beings. We're animals trying to run a society. But the truth of the matter is, is here we have a more or less free and fair democratic system. We have more or less a, a health service that looks after the sick to some extent. We, we constantly look at the negatives and we don't look at the positives. And we, 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 we talk in such populist ways. There's a reason why the country isn't perfect because to run a country perfectly is incredible incredibly hard to do. If it was as simple as everyone suggests it might be, it would be done. And it is extremely hard to do. And one of the reasons that it is extremely hard to do is because to run it effectively, you would have to occasionally do things that were unpopular. And politicians, their Achilles heels is that they need votes. They need to be popular in order to get in there. And in order to do the effective changes that might be needed, you have to be brave and do the unpopular thing. And what happens then, you probably don't get elected. So we have a system that is flawed. But in my view, it is the best system we have. We can look very close to home 
to see autocracy only across the way in, in the likes of Russia. You can see the far right rising in Eastern Europe. You can look at autocracy on the rise in the US of A. And a rogue USA is something none of us have ever countenanced up until recently in my lifetime. I actually think politics is a really serious business and a really important one. And I find it disheartening when we say, ah, they're all Egypt or they're all losers or whatever. It is a tough job. It's mostly a thankless job. And actually the people who say, I could go in and there and do it really well myself or why don't they fix housing? Why don't they fix health? If it was easy, it would be done. And that's the truth of it. And it's not that I particularly like anybody in there, but I respect all of you them see, for sorry, being I, there. I, I, I don't accept Can I summarise in one just, sentence what she said? Of course you can. That she's them. saying that we should start up a national whingers and begrudgers party and make Hugh Wallace president and General Secretary he John only wants, O'Mahony. He only here. wants it because, <laughs> as we talked about earlier. Because you're a national whinger. <laughs> and like you're only happy when you're whinging. I'm a certainly am. I would disagree with you, Hugh, that we have no left wing. We have a huge left wing. We have no left wing. We, we have, have absolutely no have a left wing. With pink and I'm very dis- <laughs> I'm disappointed at that. We need a strong left wing the problem which stands with the left, up for the I, and workers' rights And I'll tell you what country. I am. I'm not a left winger. I'm a centrist. I'm, in fact, I'm a radical Arthur centrist. Scarcely. But what I would say is this, the problem that the left is is it keeps dividing and yeah, subdividing no, no, and I'm subdividing and the lack you. of I'm cohesiveness absolutely. is All what disempowers But I'm saying them. to you that the, the issue we have at the moment is that there are big problems coming down the line which are much more fundamental okay. to this country. Climate change, absolutely. a wake okay. of things right. and our politicians, there's a hundred and six of them in the room yeah. and they should all be saying here's what's going to happen over the next 15 years sorry about that let me that. ask There's you going one question because I, I love pain. when people say this climate change is coming down the line and they should do this that and the other will you if you were the politician would you like to stand up and say and the solution for Ireland for climate change is degrowth I am going to try and no, shrink the economy no, 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 no. I am going to try and Absolutely. shrink the economy I'm going to shrink the haulage industry I'm going to shrink the agri industry I'm going to shrink them no, all no, because missing, they're missing, no 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 Hugh that's the bottom line you to be coherent carry on that's not how you address what is your thought out position on this well, how do you do it without degrowth? You do. You you have growth. The issue is we need to deal with specific things, such as where we get our energy from, and we have the capability. I'd agree with that. We completely. have the capability to produce a hundred percent of our energy. Look, actually, you're looking off-grid. for retrofit to give more money for architects. Absolutely, architects need money to see this. I can see. Architects need Okay. So, can I ask you then, because you're oh, apolitical, oh, I Tom. I wanted these two no, to keep no, going. No, 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 they're, right, they're sorry, talking yeah, yeah. about the, the issue of democracy yeah, and our kind yeah, of yeah. standard of pol- politics. I want to ask you, mm. because I take it that you don't uh, take much notice and you care less. Mm. Right. Is there any of them, relatively speaking, that you like the cut of their jib? Because you're not obviously a paid up member of right or left or Fine Gael, Fianna Fáil, uh, the, you know, who would you say, ah, they're not the worst of them? There's none of them. There's none of them actually. I've been, and this is only because we knew it was coming up from, since yesterday. I properly started to look into it. And it was genuinely, I was, I was so underwhelmed by any of these people that it, when you look at them, you're like, wow, you have never, ever, ever had to worry about where your next paycheck is coming from. You can see by him. And there do you is see no... any potential for humour in the campaign when you're out on the trail? I'd love to hang around the bar because we were only talking about that yeah, beforehand. The dull bar. There, there's a bar at work. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Who gets a bar at work? You know who's in the doll bar? Not us here, let me tell you. Who's in the doll bar? should have a bar. That would be <laughs> some crack. tell you who's in the doll bar the whole time Anytime Ooh. I went to the journalist. The jar- yeah, the, <laughs> the journalist. Yeah. The that's m- where the crack is. <laughs> that's it. No, I, 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 I'm nothing against bars. All right, right. Well, on that, on that kind of downbeat, kind of uh, 
revolutionary uh, uh, indifference and apathetic note. Uh, well, let's move on to our final topic. Um, OK, so we're, we're right in the middle of the January blues. New Year, uh, people have given up things and gone back on them. They've not renewed their gym membership now that we're into the third week of January. Uh, so... The five ways put forward to stay upbeat caught our eye and we circulated to them in terms of making a big difference to your general well-being. This is your, because you're you're walked off it, aren't you? You're doing 100 days or 100 hours per day of walking. <laughs> 100 and hours that, a week. And you have the whole country at this, Kieran. Uh, we are, we are currently on day 18. No, no, day 17, forgive me. Uh, I, was wonder, I was wondering what the treadmill was oh, about. Yeah. Yeah. Is, I'm walking the, even. The, the soles are walked around. You talk about the politicians desk, uh, wearing the shoe Today leather. is day 17. 17 of 100 days of walking and, and Ivan as you know I kicked it off on January 1st and I go out for a walk every day and we'll continue and you have a, to do so. a hashtag or a what? Hashtag 100 days of walking and you can go onto newstalk.com and you can register. And, and there are groups all over there the country. There are next Friday which is the 24th we're going to be in Galway doing a group walk on Salt are Hill and the promenade. Are they or what? You they know. are not you're the saddo Yates this is so good for us walking I am absolutely a, a sort of a, a, a well, What good is it for you? It's good on every level it's good for your head it's free it's the exercise with the least obstacles to taking part in it and it is the most inclusive because anyone can do it at their own pace it is something you don't need equipment for memberships gyms none well, of that it that makes sense and that's a really good thing but it's all thing. very well but what if there's a gale blown outside and it's lashing there's rain there's no such thing as bad weather there's bad clothes put up a hood put on a scarf put on a hat get out there and walking I'll tell you honestly why I walk I walk because to me I find the start of the year mentally a bit of a challenge I always have for whatever reason and the simple that's act that's because you go off the, the booze and <laughs> simple act <laughs> you're, oh. a, you're, you're like a wicked woman I can't say hello to you you're barking like a dog simple. every January shut you're the up. same shut up <laughs> the simple act of putting one foot in front of the other that, that, that simple kind of almost metaphorical sort of act of keeping going I find uplifting and I am now into day 17 I have to do my walk later on today and I do feel that I'm getting something out of it that that it's 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 gaining a momentum for me in the beginning I, like the walks were great a bit of enthusiasm a bit of a slump around day 10 where I thought oh, I'm sick of doing this already but it's How only half an going? hour it's not like you're doing only a marathon half an hour. but by the time you come home from that half an hour you were in a better form than when you but went out but why are you in a slump over it because I'm in a, I just find I just find January the dark days the cold the misery you're carrying an extra half stone from Christmas I find all of that like you have to kind of renew yourself and regenerate yourself and I find the walking phenomenal and anything so do thousands other than walking, anything other than walking you'd recommend oh, as, as a, with your medical background. well I would recommend I, mean, I, I know January there are things blues. about counting your blessings and all this thing I actually think helping you, others if is you, that something you, that would ever cross your dark and your door you know what, let's, let's simplify it I think if you do this in your life if you get enough sleep yeah. if you go for a walk if you try and drink a fair bit of water and if you and if you eat <laughs> your breakfast getting into my 57 I, I don't mind telling people what, yeah. don't, don't do this don't do that walk sleep drink some water have a breakfast if you do that to yourself if you're mm. kind of nice to yourself on that level you will feel better no two ways about it now you see I, I don't do breakfast yeah. I eat from 12 to 8 do you? You're doing that intermittent. Yeah, intermittent. I, I find that 12, great. Sorry, 12, 12 in the, the afternoon till 8 in the noon evening. Noon until right. Yeah, and I find that great. I've changed my little habits, so I'm now uh, two days I don't eat meat anymore. Fish one day. No wonder the beef farmers are struggling. Tons of, of uh, <laughs> tons of vegetables, and walking is the best yeah, thing. Yeah, I totally And agree. it's but, just great fun, but, you know. Th- th- That's this the great. study says that getting rid of negative thoughts and actually just asserting in your mind I'm going to be positive I was in Boris who writes this stuff I was in Boris Salee 
yesterday. And this, it was sunny. Lovely part of the country. Sun, sunny part. until the five. Yes. They're, they're so They're going to be excited. better up by Belly Hill. No, 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 no. They're going to be, they're out there. They're going to win. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're fabulous. They're going to be fabulous. Because I've seen them out training. They're around the stars in Kilkenny. I tell you, I don't care. They're you going do to pontificate be about things you know nothing about. Absolutely. But anyway, so what do you do to be positive <laughs> in January? Other that. than giving up meat and watching no drink here. No drink for January? <gasps> None, I not was a wondering drive. why there was a bit of an edge to not you today. Not at last, <laughs> baby. Yeah, right. And so, and, but so it, you're off booze permanently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Except for she my gave me a lecture on the two, Thursday. Yeah, well, you deserve a lecture. <laughs> you have to, you have to, re, you have to recant. You have to think about your so, drinking no, no, habits. No, but, but do you make a particular effort in January to, to beat the blues? A lot of people book their holiday my so blues. they have something to look forward funny to. Funny enough, my blues are in May. Are they? What I happens in May? I love the apple blossom on the I trees. I do too. I get a and real lift I love lift the long evenings. And I'm I always expecting more. No, I'm expecting more from our summers and it doesn't come. And no, I you guess, could be right. Sometimes you, know, you can get disappointing I guess I get disa- Yeah. And I just, but I find January is great. The days are getting longer already. When do you're you? down are the they? country, you've About got four that, and a half minutes you have tonight. beautiful sun in this time of the year because you've got those long shadows and there's sun, there's in the morning. At this time of year. Which is wonderful. Frost on the fields. The romance of it. Tom, how do you beat the I January feel like I was in a novel there for a second. <laughs> I see, I, the last the last five years, I haven't uh, I haven't had the break. Oh, well, the last 10 years, I haven't had the break over Christmas that people tend to have. Um, that especially the last five years I've been in the UCH Panto down in Limerick so I'm working completely through regardless and come the 5th of January I've lost a stone so I'm flying it I'm right. in great form for the last four years and you wear years. Hawaiian shirts and there you go wear Hawaiian great. shirts you see if you if, if, we're look looking, be, if we're looking at you we have to be happy and, and happy. that's what I'm doing because he's huh? so miserable you over there that I like to wear bright look, clothes yeah. just for him he's happy and peppy look at him but right. you know me that means I, you're making money I, I, I can see you straight you're making a few you're making a few no but I have to say I'm both deflated and disappointed because this survey says that the thing that will give you most satisfaction, the best way to beat the January blues, the hallmark of success is actually to look up volunteeringmatters.org.uk and, and to, to, to help others. I think none of you, no, but no, it didn't darken your door, any of them. Like none of you said helping others. I'm Should disappointed. We just knew it was implied. Yeah. God, the fact that you have to it say obvious. it, Ivan. It was did obvious. You? Yeah, did you, you have didn't to have to say it. To say it. Wow. Right. I'd be embarrassed if I was you, Ivan, right now, to be honest with you. <laughs> we all knew about it. You we were all on that page right. already. On that shameless note, <laughs> I will let them exit stage left. My sincere thanks to my three victims uh, this week. Kira Kelly, presenter of Lunchtime Live. Hugh Wallace, who has a new programme that you must see. It's called Dancing with the Stars on the 16th <laughs> of uh, February on RT1. And uh, Tom O'Mahony is still, would you believe it, doing something to cavemen and his tour is on a website. Defending the caveman.ie. All right. That's uh, our final furlong. My thanks to one and all. 